This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The wonderful football Wednesday edition of You Better, You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network live from Radio Row, which is pretty, pretty badass. Show's been awesome. It's been great. Uh, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports is still with us. Eric will join us for another segment here. Sean Merriman, uh, all-pro linebacker, stops by in 20 minutes. Our pal Ben Fox is going to stop by in a little bit. Uh, and at some point, Ken and I will have a segment where we talk to each other about sports. I don't know. Okay. So, honestly, hope not. Or not. Yeah. Hope, hope not. See you in a couple hours. Uh, BetMGM is our show sponsor, and BetMGM is giving their online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to fifty-eight grand. If you predict the most big game prop bets correctly, just head to the promotions tab, create an entry for the BetMGM Big Game Prop Bet Challenge, and earn the chance to win up to $58,000. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. Eric Eager is still with us. What's going on? I'm just having fun. This is my last day uh, at Radio Row, and I'm just hanging out with my, my favorite show. Oh, yeah. No, no, you can be honest. Are we actually your favorite show? I think so. I, I love... Um, you guys are just unique, right? I, I think like you guys just do you guys do it differently, and and a lot of you know I've, I've, since I got at Sumer, right? Like we don't do like we don't have a betting product at Sumer yet, and so I've shrunk in my betting uh, content space. Obviously, the Hammer Network, which is awesome, Rob's great, yep. And then you guys, those are the only two shows, along with uh, Tim Murray from Beeson that I go on, and uh, you guys come at it such, from such a unique perspective. It's always so much fun to talk to you guys. I do selfishly, like we should talk about the Super Bowl at some point. I want to ask you one more coaching question, just because yeah. you had this wins added. You brought up yeah. Shanahan's in the middle of the pack. We talked a little bit off air about, like, do you have college numbers for wins added? Because I was curious about Harbaugh at Michigan and how that would translate. We do, and I don't know if, like, you don't have to have this off the top of your head. You probably have numbers from him as the coach of the 49ers, like Raheem Morris, like, has been head coach in Tampa. Now he's in Atlanta. We have some of these guys that you, you won't have that data on. Do you have, like, a guess about the new coaches? Is there a guy that you think could slot in? higher or lower than people think what do you think that like distribution would look yeah, like? yeah it's actually a really good question because we do a, a, we do a, a fair amount of modeling for uh coaching search firms and uh what's you know <laughs> pretty, oh pretty, oh pretty, right, pretty yeah. to be pretty cool oh yeah, yeah. me too yeah. yeah and so the funny part is everybody talks about how you know we did you we, did you help the saints hire dennis allen <laughs> yeah. if you had if you had your druthers <laughs> Would you you'd rather hire an offensive coach because if he does really well, then he's not going to leave because he already has a top job, and you don't really want to have to like worry about a guy like Ben Johnson wanting to stay, and that has basically been the case for like a decade or so. But then there became an imbalance in the marketplace where this year, all the coaches in our model that were available that were coordinators, other than Brian Callahan and Ben Johnson, all the ones that had the highest scores were defensive coaches. Raheem Morris has been phenomenal for years at the L.A. Rams. Was he the highest score among defensive guys? Uh, it was him. It was Ajiro Evero. It was Brian Flores, who did really good with the Vikings not, defense. Not Mike McDonald? Mike McDonald was up there, but that defense, part of the issue with, with evaluating coaching is 
the talent level hurts the evaluation. So, like, for example, with Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, the, the Lions' offense was more efficient in 2022 with more injuries and, and fewer good players. So, like, Amon Ross St. Brown missed more time in 2022. The offensive line missed more time in 2022. It's like Ben Johnson did better in our coaching rankings, and they were more efficient. So he did better in our coaching rankings last year than he did this year, which is why I think a lot of people always think it's it's risky not to like completely just capitalize on that first good year you have as a coordinator because everything you're always sort of off you're always sort of gonna regress on that platform year. And and people like Eric Bienemy, for example, when he didn't get that coaching job after that first Mahomes year, it was always gonna be like he was compared to that. And it never got better than that. It always kind of stayed the same. Or got slightly worse, and the enemy never got a head coaching job. And he's always kind of been working off of that. I think that for a lot of head coach, you know, for a lot of the offensive coordinator candidates like Dave Canales, they get that first job. It's smart for them. So you think Ben Johnson should have taken the Washington job? I think Ben Johnson doesn't want to be a head coach, and so if that's the case, he should never take a head coaching job. If he ever wanted to be a head coach, he should have taken the Washington. Do, job. do you know that, or are yeah, you? Yeah, what are you yeah. basing that off of? I'm interested. Uh, it's the, what I've and look, like what, Eric's really plugged in. You yeah. don't have to like. We're not asking yeah. you for no, sources like, or anything. Like within the league, that's what I've heard by multiple sources. Like because he could have had a job last year too, right? Correct. And and he and there are teams in the NFL. Um, I think I think Detroit. It's fairly re- it's it stands to reason Detroit's one of them. But there are other teams like like for example, Dallas has done this in the past that pay their coordinators as much or more than the head coach at certain time periods. And like if you're Ben Johnson and you're making more than the head coach and you have none of the response, you don't have to face the music nearly as much. You don't have to worry about you know what uniforms you're wearing that week. His or, life's probably awesome, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lives yeah. next to Kanish. And if, yeah. and if you don't want to, and, and you don't want to have to like, you know, you don't want to have to test out a new owner in Josh Harris, which frankly, last time a new owner entered the league, like Tepper, it's been a disaster. So, you know, I, I don't mind it, I, if he's making ten million a year as the offensive coordinator for the Lions. That might be more marginal ba- benefit for his life than making sixteen a year as the Washington coach. Let's we'll get to the game in a second. Here, I want to ask like fifty yeah, more coaching I, questions. I, I, yeah. I got a coaching one here, so you're really plugged in, right? I'm not asking again. This is not like reveal your sort, whatever. So your opinion? What is the league's perception right now about Bill Belichick? Are you surprised that he didn't get a job? Do you think that he will be a head coach in the future? So my, I, I actually, everybody has liked this take except for my friend over there, Doug Gottlieb, who basically told me to like go fly a kite yesterday. Um, <laughs> but my take, did you guys? So the Bucks midseason, of course, fired their head coach. I don't, I don't know a ton about basketball. I didn't, the Milwaukee Bucks, right? The Milwaukee yep. Bucks Bring fired it. Adrian Griffin, right? From Doc hired Doc Rivers, Rivers. And, and, like, and now lose every game. And Doc Rivers like kind of torpedoed everything and was the consultant behind the scenes. Yeah. Doc, Doc Rivers comes off. Of, off of the TV station, comes in and coaches the team. We've seen it with George Carl before. We've seen it with Larry Brown. We've, we've seen that. We've never seen it in the NFL. Everybody's saying that Bill Belichick isn't good coach oh, in 2024. Oh, I love this. Oh, this, is, this is really good. Which team? Yeah. Which team is so, Dallas. So, so think about the teams that underachieved this year that hung on to their coach. Jacksonville, Philly, uh, Dallas. Buffalo. Buffalo. There are a number of teams, right? And, and, and this is the point. The reason in the NFL – that the perception is the reason that Belichick doesn't have a job is a couple of reasons. In places like Atlanta, where he could go in and win right away, the reason that he can go in and win right away is there's positive elements there. And the people that are there that are the reason that they're still okay don't want him in the building because he's going to tear everything up. Rich McKay. Yeah. Whereas you go into another building that's desolate, like New England, right, where he wouldn't want to touch with a 10-foot pole, he's going to get all the power there, but it's going to take him 
five years to get to Don Shula's record. He doesn't want anything to do with those teams. So he's in no man's land where he wants to win. He doesn't want to rebuild. But teams that are going to rebuild, you know, it, it, it's, it's a he's in no man's land. Right and now, the first month of the season, that that kid's got to sit on his duff and actually watch <laughs> football for four weeks. He's man. Gonna, he's going to be like, do I really want all the control or do I want to get back in and, get, and be the hero for the Philadelphia Eagles and get them in NFC? Like, that's how I see it. Now, is what's what's the percentage? Is it 20 to 1? Maybe it's 10 to 1? I don't know. But I, I, I'm i floating. I'm soft launching that take this week at Super Bowl. I Radio think Bowl. it's great. Yeah. Is there, if you had to pick the team that it ends up, like, because this is just predicting forward, right? like, who's going to start 1 and 3? Yeah. Who's going to start 2 and 5? Is it Sirianni? Is it McCarthy? Yeah, I see. No, Dan Quinn, obviously. I mean, Doug yeah. Peterson. I mean, we know that right. Khan, Shad Khan has, has made bold moves. I mean, Urban Meyer, that was a that was rather a, bold. Yeah, yeah, that was a bold move. Yeah. So I, I think it could be one of any. I we know that we know that Mike McCarthy has has he's fired coaches before, but he's I, almost every move he's made has either been slow or bold. And who's the head coach on the staff? Like, like if let's say he fired Mike during the season, which didn't happen, right. obviously. Dan Quinn's the coach. So we don't know who the coordinator is going to be on defense. Maybe it's Rivera. Maybe yeah. it's Zimmer. Like, they want to win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Like, they're not handing the keys to one of those well, guys, was, right? And that was Gottlieb's you know, take was that, you know, they had Vic Fangio in Philly. Like, is he really going to go in there? But I think going in there and being the figurehead and scaring the living daylights out of a team very similar to, in, you know, Tampa Bay got rid of Dungy and brought in John Gruden. It wasn't John Gruden making Brad Johnson the next Johnny United. It was John Gruden coming in and making the best of – you know, the talent that was there for one year. The Bucks team never really did anything after that. It was just everybody stood to attention for a year or two when the new coach came in. I think that's what Belichick's going to do uh, at some point soon. Uh, and, and if it happens midseason, I'm going to be able to uh, come back to this and say I called it. I mean, it's a great take. I, I mean, it's, it's really good. Yeah. It's now I'm thinking about, like, oh, man, this is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, we, we probably have to talk about the Super Bowl with you for, like, five minutes. Has anything changed? What's your updated thought on how you see the game playing out on Sunday? I think that side and total are obviously sharp in this game. I think if anything, you wait until post and bet under because you, know, you think the total's going up. Is that weird? I, well, they always do in a game like this, right? Because you get the public. The public likes favorites and overs. Yep. But the public likes Mahomes too. So I don't know if you're going to get kind of that back and forth. The sharps like uh, you know San Francisco in this game for a lot of reasons. The large part being. If this game was played last December, it's probably what Kansas City plus six and a half. So you mean three months ago? Like a month right. and a half ago, right? Because San Francisco is six and a half. San Francisco is five and a half against like Baltimore. Baltimore yeah, was yeah. rated higher than Kansas City yeah. at that point. And so, I think the public would have almost always likes favorites in a normal situation, but they like underdog Mahomes. So there's going to be a. I think there's going to be push and pull there, but favorite overs are always like by the public. So. 47 and a half now is a high total for a Chiefs game, given you know the, the confluence of they're really good at stopping EPA, but they're not all that good at stopping first downs. So you're going to get you know game played between the 40s and then punts, and and that, that's how I see it. I see there's your under. Shanahan decision making coming yeah. into play again in all those situations, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and Reed will do it, but the Chiefs settle for a lot of field goals still, and and even in, when their offense is doing okay. The other part is is Kansas City in the regular season eight turn eight interceptions forced the whole year. Uh, I know they got you know a little bit better in the playoff game against uh, the Ravens and sports and turnovers, but a lot of the stuff that's conducive to overs, the Chiefs just don't do. And that was why they were 6-14 and 14 to the over in the regular season. Pick the winner of the game. I, I still think the Chiefs win because it's Mahomes. And I think that Kyle Shanahan, until you see him do it, which means make solid choices, you know, 
know, like the, the tattoo on the neck and that internship. No, make, no, no regrets. Solid choices. No regrets. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that you, I think I have to see him do it before I, I believe that he can. So I, I Mahomes, even though that isn't is incredibly square play, I think Mahomes money line, you know, if you can get it at plus one ten or so, probably a good play. Do you think there is a price on Super Bowl MVP that's maybe a good idea, especially for somebody as like price conscious as you are on this stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've always still said Mahomes is the play at like plus, you know, plus one thirty-five, and there's other places you can get at plus one sixty-five. I've seen around that to me is is where you want to go. Mahomes has not been statistically great right. in the first two Super Bowls. He's gotten MVP. the The fan vote could push it towards Kelsey, but you know, you can almost always eliminate defense in the Super Bowl now because it's so evenly distributed. They were kind of embarrassed giving it to Dexter Jackson and then Malcolm Smith and. Uh, so Von I, Miller because it was raining and there wasn't a lot of offense in the yeah, game. Yeah, right. I just don't think the great Larry Brown. Right. Not, yeah. not not the previously mentioned Larry Brown. Right. And, and no tight end. And maybe this will be the first, but no tight end has ever won Super Bowl MVP. I think Kelsey could be the first, and the fan vote could be the leak there. But sure. I'm going to bet against that. What's your favorite prop bet? Oh man, my favorite prop bet is or Chief, two or three or four, whatever. Chiefs to throw on first on the first play of the game plus one fiftieth. Why? I think that they're pricing in the whole season, which the Chiefs ran on the first play of the game the first six or seven weeks of the year, whereas it's been more 50-50 the last 14 or so weeks. Um, so that's one that's good. I like Mahomes under interceptions. I like MVS under 19 and a half yards. Mahomes picks is just, un, is it under a half? And you're yeah, just paying, yeah. and what, what's the? Minus 115, minus 120. Okay, so, so you bet Patrick yeah. Mahomes won't throw an interception. Right. That? Okay. Yeah. Um, so those are ones I like. Uh, Elijah Mitchell at like 10, 11 to 1, anytime touchdown. McCaffrey got hurt at the end of the game against the Lions, and like Mitchell scored the last touchdown of the game and ran the clock out at the end. Not to say that he's not going to play, it's just that every injury makes the next injury more likely. And so if he gets hit, injured in this game, like he'll have an opportunity uh, to, to, to score a touchdown. And I think that at 10, 11 to 1, playing for that offense is a pretty good game. Final question yeah. here, Eric. Um, one of the reasons why I think you're awesome, and there are many, you're like me, right? And I, I love all sports. The NFL is my thing, man. 24-7, 365. Like, there's no offseason, right? When you wake up on Monday morning, season's over. What's the one thing about the NFL offseason that you are most excited for and why? I, that's a great question. I think. That's why I get paid. Yeah, it is. Um, NFL offseason. It has to be the draft. The draft is so... What specifically about this draft? The props. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the betting. Like, yeah. like do, do you think the Bears are taking Caleb at one? Yeah, that's a, the, 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 I think that Caleb is... Caleb should be less of a lock at one than he is. We talked about that this morning. And, yeah. and, and I think that... The, and that's why the draft betting is so cool because it is the classic... The difference between should and will is never more apparent, and that is like what makes the the play the part of the game. Like, and in NFL, what should a team do and what will a team do? It's converging quickly, which makes it harder to bet. At the same time, makes it easier to bet. In the NFL draft, what got like should, ten seconds left. What should and what what will is is still far away. Eric, we, this was awesome. This was really it's fun. It's been great yeah. having you all season. A lot of wins uh, added on we'll, the show. Uh, we, we'll do this again as we head into the draft, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, at yes. Eric Eager underscore uh, Sumer Sports with Thomas Dimitrov. We appreciate you, my friend. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. I see you. This is great. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, who's coming up next? It's really good. Someone's scary. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, all pro, former all pro linebacker Sean Behrman going to join Nick and Ken coming up next year on a Wednesday live from Radio Row.